things women just don't understand. There's stickage. Stickage is for real. Stickage is a real, real fucking deal. You know what we used to call it? What's that? Bat winging. Yeah. You know, it just happens, and you got to fix it, and there's, you know, you know, you just got to grab at it. And, you just got to do put, put it where it needs to be and get it straight, and then you'll be fine. And also, as a gentleman of larger carriage, there's some weight issues as well. You got to watch out with that. You could pinch something. That might hurt a lot. Fuck it, L. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. So silo floating through the air there at the very end with two very disappointed eyes. It's her birthday today. It is her birthday today. Hello and welcome to DU Does <laughs> EFL Show. A completely biased brief recap of the English Football League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston. Across the way from me, knee deep in his phone, trying to catch up on what he's going to fucking say for this. My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Hey, guys. I'm just trying to figure out where this... Oh, uh, they put ads into ESPN now. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, so I didn't even see the game we're going to lead off with listed. So I why was like, they, when did this happen? So why do you give five fucking 99 for them to put ads in everything, huh? Yeah, exactly. Fucking absurd. Right, so like fucking- Disney doesn't have enough money already. <clears throat> and Producer Mel on the ones and twos. How you doing there, Producer Mel? I'm good. Uh, we're just doing live production here, aren't we? Yeah, Why much. the fuck not? Yeah. Um, I do have my lovely song cue to press when you're ready to actually talk about uh, the Fallen teams. Oh, you mean that one? Championship corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up! Oh, no! Leeds edition. It's like... <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can find us wherever you get your podcast and watch us live every Monday night, like right fucking now. <clears throat> Should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can, Mr. Graham. Tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch. Via you, you know why I did that, Producer Mel, right? Why? Because you specifically did not look at the sheet, so I decided to fuck with you and make your production sound all out of place. I'm fine with that. Okay. It's a good sounder, though. We can't not use it. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for everything. Stop, associated. stop. We're drinking the same fucking thing again. <laughs> it's the same night. We just yes. ended the other show 10 minutes ago. Had had all the uh, had all the beers from Middle James Brewing. I'm also drinking an ice house, as always. Uh, big old deuce, deuce. I got a Pacifico on the side. Side piece. No, we got nothing to talk about then on injury time. My side piece right there. <laughs> well, you need to chase your beer with beer, right? I that's mean, that's right. just kind of how it works. All right, well then, fuck it. Let's get right into it. Starting off with the championship. If you want to hit that cue again, go right ahead, Mel. Championship corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up. <laughs> oh, no! 
By the way, I'm looking at your notes. I know we're in here. Does it say any sound cue? So no. I'm fine. No, you're the one who decided to add the sound cue yeah. and you just wanted to add it. And but since you weren't paying attention to the format of the show, I just went and said, go ahead and hit it. And a good producer would have been like, well, no, you still haven't done call to action or talk about alcohol yet. So have you done both of those things? Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. That's, oh no! That is a proverbial dick slap to the face. <laughs> See, now here's the problem: is I'd like to hate it, right? I'd like to be very angry at her, but I love the sweet falsetto tones of one Mister Whiskey Dick. So I can't get mad at her too much, and we are going to have to just make sure it gets played when we first talk about the championship. Um. <laughs> Jumping right off the bat, Southampton and Norwich have a barn, or how do you pronounce it, Mel? Notch. Very good. I believe um, uh, Brent <laughs> did the same in his getting to know you segment. So uh, He did. I like he that. absolutely pay, did. Paying attention to what we do. Um, a barn burning 4-4 draw. Let me tell you something. This was end-to-end fucking action <laughs> the entire game as well. You started off with the first goal from American Josh Sargent in the seventh minute. And you got the final goal from Adam Armstrong in the 90th plus seven. Mm -hmm. So there was action all the way peppered throughout. You had Jan Benderek on 17. Adam Armstrong first scored on 21. Uh, Gabrielle Sara scored on 23. You had one in stoppage time from Norwich from John Rowe uh, of the first half. Then just 12 minutes, you had to wait for Che Adams to score into the second. And then the 84th minute, uh, Norwich... um, (coughs) Uh, went 4-3 up, and then Adam Armstrong, as I said before, in stoppage time, l- late into stoppage time, uh, with the equalizer. Also, it's fucking crazy. Also, a farewell to James Ward-Prowse for Southampton. My He's heart broke on for Kenny. To, uh, Southampton. You know that? My I heart, moved on to West Ham. My heart broke from for Kenny. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he put up a picture of James Ward-Prowse as a young boy, probably about eight, somewhere between 8 and 10 years old, mm-hmm. in his Southampton uh, Academy uniform. And then a picture from obviously last week or maybe end of last season, one of the two, and um, and he said, "Don't cry because it's gone." The caption that he wrote was, "Don't cry because it's gone. Smile because it happened." And it's just <sighs> like, oh god, when a club loses their best player, their yeah. captain, and it's just like how and- much he meant to those supporters, almost single handedly keeping Southampton in the league the the year prior. I mean, um, to them going down last season. If- Daryl Green had gone and played for the Cowboys. I mean, it wouldn't have been that bad. It's not like he went to Pompey. Right, but still, it's just a it's a kick. Despite, I think, being from Portsmouth, maybe. But it's just, he's he's a lifelong he's a lifer. He's been there forever. It just, it's been there his entire career, uh, from youth on upward. And, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, even if Daryl Green went to go play for, like, the Buccaneers, I'd have been pissed. It would have just hurt. It just would have hurt my soul. It's just like, no, you've always been here. Oh you're, yeah, you're from here. Like you're, you're a boy, man. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> like it just, it was just oh. sad, and I just felt so bad that that he had to go through that. Now I know uh, Smokey lives in his world of uh, uh, everything's doom and gloom, but I actually think it's a perfect fit for them, for for West Ham to get Ward Prowse. I really, I, they do. need it. Yeah, yeah I really do. And uh, people want to talk about his defending ability. I think he defends perfectly fine. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, is he? He's not a he's not a defensive midfielder. He's a he's a box to box guy yeah. who takes all the fucking free kicks. And also, by the way, 
happens to be the best in the business ever of fucking doing it. Yep. Like statistically, I mean, he is a player the that deserves best. He also is a player that deserves to be in the Premier League. Yeah, it's and just, he deserves to play in Europe, and that's what West Ham is doing. So he and what Southampton he themselves have been shit at manager select mm-hmm. selection, and you know timing of signings and timing of letting people go, and like he's just had to put up with a lot of shit, and he was the steady Eddie. I worry for them a bit moving forward as a result of that mm-hmm. i don't think they'll go down to league one no I, there I think are a few right. championship teams that are absolute dog shit mm-hmm. but um but i don't know that they'll come straight back up now uh speaking of dog shit leeds lost i know jesus what, and jack harrison uh is apparently on his, on his way out it's official he's um, he's on a season-long loan at everton it, oh, it's official now. Mm-hmm. Happened, so, happened this afternoon. Arguably their best player mm-hmm. that's still there. Um, and, and very influential and emotional leader as well. So not off to a great start for Leeds, but same kind of bow to Southampton in terms mm-hmm. of their managerial hirings and firings. Oh, you also have Since to figure Bielsa, they're going to... it hasn't been particularly good. You also have to figure they're going to lose Tyler Adams after the whole debacle of potentially going to Chelsea and all that weirdness. Oh, damn that fucking... it. You know, you know what? I think Tyler Adams, I don't know if Klopp rates him, but, like, it would have been cool if one of the two clubs, I forgot to say this on the on the main show, mm-hmm. it would have been cool if, the t- if Chelsea and Liverpool publicly came out and said, whoever loses this game gets Tyler Adams, whoever mm-hmm. wins this game gets Moises Canseco. <laughs> and then, much like the Arsenal-Manchester United preseason game, because it finished in a draw, we should just go ahead and have penalties to see who gets to sign right, who. Just to, <laughs> just to determine it. God damn it. Um, but, if, um, if, yeah, they no. miss both of, if they miss both of those players, that there's a lot wrong. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, and, there's going to be a lot wrong in Leeds. And uh, I thought Leeds was going to kind of – I was fancying them to figure out a way to get right the back up. I mean, I know we got to wait but, till September, but this, but yeah, this, but this is coaching, not a good start. This coaching carousel is not great <clears throat> that they've had in the last what sixty days, essentially yeah, of is... not actual calendar days, but in terms of the footballing calendar. If you know season ends week, you know whatever, and then yeah. following week you class is the start of the season. This managerial go uh, merry-go-round that they had in those last like six eight weeks of of of, uh, of the Premier League. It just doesn't bode well, and I can see why people maybe not want to join them. You know, um, so I'm not I'm not quite sure. Not, I, I, not a good I'm not a good start. Them. I don't again. I don't think they'll go down. They still have yeah. some decent pieces, but uh, it's not well, a good start. And Birmingham City's not in a good way either. No, no it just not a good start. Now you know who's off to a great start, and this is not going to please uh, the other half of the uh, old farm. Is uh, Norwich is Ipswich, two and zero, and a League Cup fucking victory. Yeah, Ipswich on fucking fire, and they're all they were a, down in League One. They are off to a fucking barn burner mm-hmm. uh, of a start, almost as good as my gambling heater this weekend. Yeah. Also, by the way, you know Sunday night's poker night. Uh-huh. I was sitting there bullshitting. It was just me, Dave, and uh, his cousin Brian on the on the Zoom talking shit. Mm-hmm. And Brian was like, we were talking about horse racing. And I was like, oh, I got FanDuel TV on the old YouTube TV. Let me turn that on. There's mm-hmm. usually some nightcaps. 150 bucks on that. Oh, uh, you just on, on fire I'm on the on bed. A heater. I almost went to the casino last night. I was how, like, fuck it. Let's how, ride the wave. How did uh, the uh, poker night go? Oh, no, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> there you that go. was so, not great. There's some balance in I the finished, universe. Yeah, I think I finished in seventh or something, and we only had 10. I think I was third or fourth out. 
Yeah, third um, or fourth out. One great. Uh, so a couple other uh, notable uh, ones is uh, Sunderland, Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield, and Murder, uh, Middlesbrough uh, all start the season with their second loss. And Middlesbrough yeah, finds themselves at the bottom of the and fucking table. Middlesbrough were ones that came into the season having a, a decent kind of expectation. People were fancying uh -huh. them to flat out win the championship, and, and that's this not is, a good start. This has not gone to plan so far, and I'm very surprised. <laughs> Surprised. I think the Warlock may just want to finally retire, mm -hmm. so he's doing everything he can to just get canned. Well, Huddersfield he can't physically bring himself to walk away. Huddersfield, we <laughs> expected them to start off poorly, like because they finished not so great. I mean, they, but escaped, they also but... didn't have the easiest opening couple of fixtures either. I mean, mm -hmm. this is a, a Premier League team in Leicester right. that uh, they lost one nil to. So by mm -hmm. all accounts, I mean they had to have given at least a decent account of themselves. They had. Uh, 31% of the ball. They did have 13 shots, though. Three huh. on target. I mean, they... they but like, like to see it be a little but bit But then you say, like, Huddersfield people were high on... Um, people were high on Wednesday um, for the way they got promoted. Was it 420 or something? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> on Wednesday? Yes, exactly. The way they got promoted, and you thought that... I, I get what you're doing. It's now. a calendar joke. Yes, exactly. They <laughs> were... literally make a joke about anything. They were... Be very hyped to win and and so far Plymouth Argyle looking really good oh, yeah. as a promoted yep. side them not so much and then couple that with Sunderland was a team who got themselves into the playoff right at the end of the season and I think people are starting to fancy that Sunderland might be finally ready to do that leads and while going all the way down to league one figuring finally it out and finally getting back, back yeah. to the prime because they have a mammoth stadium. Like they have the kind of grounds that is meant to be. They used to in play the prem. They used to share responsibility with Old Trafford for FA Cup semifinals, while um, what's it called was being rebuilt. While Wembley, Wembley was, being was being rebuilt. rebuilt. Yeah. Now the final would always take place at the Millennium Stadium in, in Cardiff. Right. But um, Old Trafford, Villa Park hosted a few. Mm -hmm. a, another a good proper stadium, but the Stadium of Light hosted a few of those hosted England games as well when England didn't have a home mm -hmm. uh, because of Wembley being rebuilt. Um, it's a massive, massive stadium. Yeah, yeah. And, it, well, I and the other thing like, after... I, I like that we don't have a national stadium. Yeah, it is a good I, thing. I, I liked the period of time when... I mean, I never went, of course, because I don't care that much. I care, obviously, well more about my club. But um, I, I kind of thought it was cool, and I've heard English people say this, that it was kind of cool that the England team toured around. Right, and didn't just play so at Wembley. So even though, like, if you're an England fan and you live in Newcastle, right, if you care enough and you wanted to go down for a game, yes, it's about a four-hour train journey. So not right. the end of the world. However, it's still, it's still a long old slog if you're trying to do it in a day. Yeah. And... It's an expense. Well, now, obviously, for, you know, in that same instance, the same example, the Stadium of Light, that would be kind of sucks because that's your most bitter rival. You'd have to go watch in their stadium. Mm -hmm. But it's a 35-minute drive. Right. Right. Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's not that two, hard. Two train stops away. Yeah. Easy. And I think it reconnected a lot of people, especially in the outskirts of the country where, you know, Scouts not English in, mm -hmm. in terms of the Liverpool people. It, it kind of reconnected the England team with parts of the country that don't feel very English. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I, I think that's one thing that the U.S. holds is that our national team tours around constantly, and it's it's lovely. But mm -hmm. that was a whole side point. I'm sorry. but oh, yeah, No worries. Let's go ahead and uh, move. Yeah, Sun Sunderland is hugely disappointing start yeah. to the season because of exactly that. They were in the playoffs. <clears throat> they, you know, 
that people were had high hopes in this. And that man Middlesbrough, like mm-hmm. these are two teams that we're expecting to potentially win the fucking league. Yeah. And not a good start. Oh for two is not a good way to be. Uh moving on According to, to Pat, though, it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Moving <laughs> on to uh League One. Uh the funniest story of all, because uh just Ben can't have anything nice out there in Aki, is uh Wigan are two and oh. They have two wins. Yeah. Problem is <laughs> Eight point deduction. They're bottom of the table at <laughs> minus two points. No shit. The most wicked thing ever. It's ridiculous. It is. Good. But here's the good news for them. You're getting that point deduction out of the way right quick. You start off fucking hot. Oh, yeah. That's and a that, good yeah. thing because that could also, if you had started zero and two, and you're suddenly really, you're back against the wall. Fourteen points behind yeah. everyone. Exactly. Like. So good for them in that regards. It's just it's a funny nod to look at. And at some point, Wigan has to figure out how they're going to live in a world where they are probably a really good League One side and a very bad championship side. They're going to be that proverbial for a long time yo-yo team well, the, well, and, the, and not overspend. Leagues, yeah, and not overspend. They but just, that's the, that's the big historically thing. fuck up and overspend. The, that's the big thing with the owners is is they have to not throw everything at making the Premier League. They have to just kind of be okay until they're an established championship side again. They they <laughs> cannot do that, or they will find themselves foul of financial fair play regulations, another point deduction, mm-hmm. and potentially going down. And 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 sad to say, you know, when when that starts to happen, and those owners, those rich people, start to to fucking spiral usually ends up with you know a 115 year institution being fucking liquidated which which don't want to see that obviously almost happened to one of the original 12 teams of the fucking premier league and we're going to move on to them right now bolton get their second win of the season find themselves top of the table and we're going to talk about pompey next of course who is our kind of our heart team this is also our heart team. I would love to see Bolton so run, a, run away with this fucking title, be I first just, place, and just run away. I just with remem- it. remember them in their brilliant white, uh, you know, kind of Real Madrid looking <laughs> uniforms, you know, mm-hmm. um, but in the Premier League at the Reebok Stadium, and I was like, that's a fucking niche brand to have the naming rights to a top flight stadium back right, in the day. Exactly. Um, you know, you know, better Bolton, obviously known as the Wanderers. I used to call mm-hmm. them the princesses because yeah. the Reebok princess was right. the most popular shoe in mm-hmm. my time, you know, kind of growing up. Yep. Um for for uh for the ladies. But like and just a weird draw of players. Like JJ fucking Akocha played there. Yeah. He was a Manchester United legend. Just a, an amazing fucking player. Alex Awobi's mm-hmm. uncle. Yep. Um just amazing. Like, how did they get some of these people? It was fucking wild. Gary Cahill, like, b- before he won went titles Chelsea, and yeah. won titles, he was... Bolton center back. Like, he, he, and and then you, like, Stuart Holden, it, who was fucking... Before they broke his leg, like, was yeah. fucking awesome. Like, and you see uh, Jaskalainen, one of the my intro to kind of Scandinavian goalkeeping, mm-hmm. which, which would play, or at least Northern European, because it kind of put those players on the map for me. Because I was too young for Peter Shilton. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't really found football, European football especially, yeah. you know, uh, by the time he had retired. But just like, it's just 
you know, Walter Szczesny from Poland mm-hmm. and Lucas Fabianski from Poland and all the German keepers. So these kind of northern and central European goalkeepers, like you see last uh, Jaskalainen, I love. He was a cult hero for me, and mm-hmm. I didn't even fucking fancy Bolton for real. All right, but I just, I, I, it's just awesome. I'd love to go see a game there. Yeah, and again, I'm just I'm rooting for them to get back up to the championship. Are they probably a Premier League club? Probably not. Not anymore. Yeah, but, I, I think that ship has sailed. But really, just they should be a comfortably right in it fucking championship 12th side to sixteenth. And they also a team that every once in a while wins and gets promoted and maybe has a good freshman year and has a bad sophomore year. But you're just like it's a club you kind of want to fucking see do well, yeah. you know. Uh, and uh, speaking of good old time clubs, uh, this is one that makes you both happy and sad. At the same time. Yeah, because uh, Pompey won 4-0. That's awesome. But they beat the O's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we and like, Leighton Orient, we famously, were, everybody's second team. Everybody's second team because because everybody knows them because they have open corners and like literally you just sit in the corners in people's apartments and drink beers <laughs> and watch the O's play in London. It's I would kind of like, fucking love to go to a Leighton Orient game. The O's, their stadium is kind of like the kind of like the hipster stadium to go to. It's yeah. where ah, oh, you go and you drink. It's like going to watch cricket. We're just gonna get really drunk. What happened? Don't know. <laughs> you know right. It doesn't matter. The other thing I find strange about cricket, since you brought it up, is people go in fancy dress. They go in costumes and shit. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Like well, I would never show up at a sporting event in a fucking like Mickey Mouse outfit. Yeah, just odd. Mel's looking at us weird. I feel targeted. All the women that dressed like Barbies went to the movie. <laughs> that's fine, but that's a specific thing. Like Mickey Mouse has nothing to do with fucking cricket. Is my point. Oh, fair enough. Like that, it's strange. It's like a weird. Any sport, also the one thing I, I number one, don't understand the scoring system. That annoys me. Mm-hmm. And if you can't understand the scoring, what the fuck is the part point of the sport? Right. It's one of the only sports that I really don't like watching. Mm-hmm. Um because of that because i don't i don't know it just happened but then the other the other bit that really pisses me off about cricket is any sport that you need a break to have fucking lunch i'm out okay well here's what you need no time for that wear, wear wear a stylish sport coat and drink pim's cup who gives a shit what else fucking happens well but that's why everybody's <laughs> fucked up it's, it's just like, i don't even know what's happening out there yeah, just drink a bunch of pim's cocktail it's fucking great man yeah it's a low ebd man you drink like five bottles of pim's while you're out there it's awesome Why is it also that the English tend to invent sports and then become, like, not the best at them? Yeah, they definitely like to do that. The Um, Indians, the Australians, the Sri Lankans, the South Africans, (laughs) all very good at cricket. The French, the Italians, all very good at rugby. (laughs) You know, unlike the Scotsmen, who are like, you know, famously the English are a bunch of wankers, but we were colonized Colonized by by a bunch of wankers. All of those who got colonized went, oh, okay, you're going to teach us your sport? Fine, fuck you, we're going to beat you. <laughs> it's going to be our own little just silent fuck you. Is We're yeah. just going to kick your ass in the this sport. Strange. Uh, Barnsley draw Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers 1-1. Um, so caught, caught them some flat. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, I still think Barnsley's going to be right up in it and probably get an automatic promotion. And uh, th- I can't say this much about the uh, Bristol Rovers. I'm going to go ahead and say that's worse, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, what 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 happened? She changed my camera on her end, mm-hmm. and I, but I had to give it permission, which is why I had to touch the screen. Oh, and then it. it went wide angle, so you could see the chair in the box in the corner. You know, full like view, a, not like, gonna yeah, work. That, no, that's it, not gonna work out. Yeah, really I, well, I have come to the conclusion: what's going on with your camera is not on my end. 
I don't touch anything, though. It's really weird. We'll have to fuck with it. It'll be fine. This is my work computer, by the way. Uh, Bristol, (laughs) we do know that Bristol Rovers are going to be a tough out for everybody. Joey Barton. Don't worry, break room. I'm attached to Wi-Fi. Very good. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's go ahead and move on and chat about League Two. Aki, unfortunately, fell on the road. I said feel on the road, but I meant fell on the road to uh, Gillingham 1-0. It's fucking Gillingham. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Aki always had problems on the road. So. Accrington Stanley, uh, for those of you that are new, are near and dear to our hearts because we are good friends with their groundsman. Yep. Actually, we've interviewed him three times now. Why we like him. Something like that because he's fucking awesome and he stays in touch and he interacts with us and he's just brilliant. Ben K's the fucking best. Also, Accrington Stanley, famously, I refer to them as the late Norian of the North. <laughs> They're like the Starks. Uh, are the <laughs> the fellow Scotsman, he, oh, I told him we uh, we follow Accrington Stanley. And he's like, Accrington Stanley, who's that? And I went, exactly. <laughs> and he looked right at me and started nodding his head. He was like, <laughs> you knew the commercial. <laughs> I'm like, if, if you know Accrington Stanley, we learned from Ben, you need to know that fucking commercial. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, losing to Gillingham is is piss poor, to be honest. Gillingham uh, are not high on my list. Um, pretty much the reason I really don't have anything against Gillingham except for a fictional football club podcast that I'd listened to that is now over. Mm-hmm. Uh, their five seasons have ended. Uh, the Offensive, which um, is just an awesome, very funny fucking show. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely not safe for work. I mean, curse every two seconds mm-hmm. uh, in that show. Um, but the it's a fictional football club called Ashwood City, and they were in Kent, and them and Gillingham was their rival. And because I have an affinity for the show, I'm like, fuck Gillingham. In real life, fuck Gillingham. <laughs> that you decide you hate them. Yeah. Um, Wrexham, give up a late penalty to uh, draw Wimbledon 1-1. It's fine. Off the mark. They got a point. And Wimbledon's one of the teams that recently came down from League One. So. Yes. Um, now, Wimbledon are in kind of weird financial straits because they're still paying off the bonds that they had to sell their fans to finance their recent stadium rebuild mm-hmm. uh, at Plow Lane. Um, so you would like to think that Wrexham with the momentum surrounding the club, but it is after losing, um, um, is it Paul Mullins in it? Yeah. Uh, up front, that is difficult for them to cope with at this stage. Um, right. And they don't have, despite the success of the show and everything else, they don't have a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of blown their load. In They're terms only of allowed FFP. to spend yeah. so much. FFP is still, it, it's on every level. Absolutely. And oh. they, so they, they can't really do, they've already spent a little bit beyond their means. <clears throat> and they, so they haven't really been able to, to super recruit this summer. Right. Um, to deal with these. So they're going to have some of these kind of plucky results that you're not super happy with. Ultimately, I think they'll stay in the league. Yeah. I think they've got enough quality about them. And when, um, when he returns, they'll have goals about them as well. Because right. by all accounts, I'm, I'm not super familiar with the player other than by all accounts, he is a proper league one to bad championship striker. Yeah. That will bag you goals at this level. Yeah. Going so, to bag you goals. Yeah. So hopefully, um, and I mean, he, I think broke records for the, for the uh, conference. He did. He did. So now, uh, moving on, uh, four screen, get their first win. One, nothing over Harrogate, which is uh, good to see, uh, considering that they just got demoted and they're also in some financial troubles as well. That's what happens when a vegan club has to start <laughs> buying meat again. Yeah. Big Dunk was around <laughs> and uh, he just wasn't having that either. Uh, the last one. <laughs> I need you to find me a heifer. All right. <laughs> I'm not eating the fucking grass. Yeah. That's just <laughs> how it's going to work. And again, what do you call Duncan Ferguson? What? 
Sir. <laughs> that is yeah. his name. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say to that man? Sir. Or he goes after you with a bat. Yeah, exactly. Your bat. He takes your bat from you mm-hmm. and beats you with it. Uh, finally, um, Tranmere lost their second straight match to MK Dons, and MK Dons are currently top of the table of League Two. Yeah, Not surprising. That's... They're one of the teams that came down from League One. Yeah, but there, there's not a huge uh, amount of investment in the club. They're very much a selling club, MK Don. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't surprise me that they found themselves in this position where they got relegated. But, I mean, really, that's the best way to hold on to players is to, to get relegated, honestly, yeah. because, well, that lot aren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to buy them. Yeah, it, it's it's very much, I think, um, MK Don's will come back up, but I think they'll find it very difficult again next year because they're not a team that – they rely very heavily on their academy, and they they don't really recruit players particularly well that that I've ever seen. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, if they have if they have anyone Tranmere, good, normally they get sold on. Yeah, that sucks for Tranmere though. Um, it's not a great start to the season, and you start to worry about the only club in Liverpool. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, I think it's worth mentioning since this is more of a league show. Let's talk about the League Cup here is a great place especially because you wanted to talk about the johnson's paint trophy yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) we could talk about that too which is all the lower leagues good luck fucking googling those results by the way not that is a pain in the fucking ass on the american internet to find i will look (laughs) i will look up that trophy that that tournament when it gets down to the quarterfinals that's when i'll talk about it that's fucking it that'll be in like march because that's another one that has like six million participants jesus uh notable advantage Answers in the League Cup: uh, Wrexham, Leeds, Bolton, Wednesday, and Reading all advanced. Um, surprising exits include Millwall and Sunderland from uh, the Championship. Well, hopefully that'll kind of and Millwall's two and zero in the league. They're see, doing fine. Just that one. This is where we say stuff like a good cup run can breed confidence. Sorry, in one the, and one breed confidence in the team and do all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. right? Sunderland, who have now lost two in a row in the championship and then find themselves out at this early stage, it's just piling more shit mm-hmm. on, onto their confidence. Where Suddenly like, those players listen to that coach just a little bit less. Yep. Yep. That is Things start problem. to go very wrong. Now, Millwall, I mean, fuck you, I'm Millwall. They'll recover. Yeah, they'll be They'll fine. be, they'll they'll be, be fine. They'll be but just like that, fine. They, their kind of championship rise over the last couple of seasons into a potential promotion candidate um, via the playoffs. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs, but they finished <laughs> last two seasons mm-hmm. better than they did the season prior. And a couple right? notable League One sides that went out, Darby County and uh, Barnsley both went out as well. Right, but w- what I was going to say was Millwall, mm-hmm. remember, that was all admit, uh, amid the um, the quarterfinal FA Cup appearance. Mm-hmm. That, that run, they kind of galvanized that squad. Yeah, exactly. Um, Darby's been a shit show for yeah. until I don't see Darby getting up to the championship anytime soon until Wayne Rooney came in and kind of fixed them and while he fixed them there was no money to pay anybody well right which which That's further was which further implicated them in all their problems but gave them essentially the point deduction that relegated them mm-hmm so and I I haven't heard much of if the ownership has changed or I haven't heard a lot out of that camp at all really yeah uh, now I want to go ahead and just mention uh, the marquee matchups for the next round because this is where the uh, Premier League, everybody who's not playing in Europe, so the 13 sides that aren't playing in Europe, so you two do not have matches yet. Correct. Uh, but we will have one. 
that now happens. And uh, a few that are worth mentioning, uh, Bolton will be hosting Middlesbrough. Uh, you have to imagine Bolton's going to win because essentially that is what would be like 48th place versus 49th place. Yeah, it's exactly. The, it's the best team from one league and the worst team from the other. If you did the full footballing yep. pyramid yep. in, yeah. <clears throat> so it's not an upset if Bolton wins. Uh, a straight one to ninety-two is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, um, a couple of ones worth mentioning as far as Premier League sides. Uh, Forest is going to be hosting Burnley, and Fulham will be hosting Spurs. That's going to be a very interesting game, honestly. Forest and Burnley because of the way Burnley play, but the cauldron that is the City Ground. It's going to be a really interesting to see how Forest cope with Burnley's football. But how Burnley responds to an absolute fucking atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, another one, uh, another, the rest Fulham of these Spurs are. All, I don't give a fuck right. about. Yeah. Well, the rest of these are all um, uh, Premier League sides. Palace has to go to Plymouth, and Plymouth, Plymouth is recently. Are right now. And recently promoted to the championship, and that'll be a lot of fun. And, and if Palace has trouble scoring, Plymouth might get one the, on them. The, owls are birds of prey. Now, Plymouth Argyle's uh, crest has a boat on it. Yeah. They are on the South Coast, but what mm -hmm. I what I would ask, because they're a South Coast club, I am going to just... Do owls eat fish, shrimp, or seagulls? I don't know. Because if so, Plymouth Argyle could be in a uh, bit of bother. Roy the boy goes down there hungry. Yeah, the wise old owl. Oh, yeah. you know, normally, they go after like field mice and stuff like that. It's kind of what owls what could. Thought, they tend yeah. to be in the forest. So... They may be safe. Very good. And then the other two notables, um, Everton, go to League One Doncaster. Uh, I cannot wait until you all get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, League One Wimbledon head to uh, a place that hasn't hosted a second-round League Cup game in a very, very long time. Yep. Stanford Bridge, because Chelsea was not one of the teams that made Europe. So they have an early extra game. I can't wait for Chelsea to be knocked out of the league. Up. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, for I'd, me, I'd love to see Wimbledon go through. I'll be I honest. Be awesome. uh, on the Everton side of things, I think this is one of those ones where Everton... Uh, Daish will fucking put out a fairly attacking, like, go out yeah. of Because... I mean, we'll talk about an injury time. Everton never wins at Villa Park, so Everton's going to be at one too very quickly. Yeah, and I think they'll need that League Cup in two weeks. They'll need that game very, very badly. Um, yeah. Um, the, <clears throat> the the other thing I would say about Chelsea Wimbledon is I think Pochettino seriously, uh, not joking around, will look at the League Cup and go, "This is a very real chance for me to grab my first trophy in English football." So I'm going to fucking have a. Let's go. have the kids get used to winning something. And then we mm -hmm. can have a proper go with the league next season. Right. Um, oh, fair enough. You know what I mean? I think they'll be formidable, but I think they'll be off the pace. I think Arsenal and City are well and truly above yeah. the rest. Um, uh, so I think Chelsea will look at this tournament and go, you know, I think we can have a, you know, gain some experience for the kids, right. get a winning mentality, have this sort of, you know, kind of good feeling around the club. 
guarantees them to get back into Europe so it doesn't matter where they finish. Right. Um, and then next season have a proper go at like, all right, we're going to fucking take the league here, yeah, you fair. know, and try to try to get after fair. it. Fair. Appreciate that. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, Mr. Graham. Any parting words? Not really. You no, know? I think everything's good. There's life outside the Premier League. Everybody remember that. And it's usually a pretty fun fucking watch. It's, There's yeah. a lot of things that aren't allowed to happen at Premier League grounds. That because security's mm-hmm. tighter, because everything else is going on, sometimes you can't even get to the fucking stadium. Yeah. Uh, so the the football league is an excellent, excellent, fun, grassroots, amazing thing, um, and just just enjoy it because what what I love and and everybody says this because nobody else's league system is like this, from top to fucking bottom, from top to below the bottom to non league, these clubs are well supported, well cared about and fucking make national news from time to time and yeah. it's 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 fucking delightful because it, it's already been fun doing oh yeah yeah for sure perfect all right well. and it's a lot of familiar faces it's like go, it's like a high school reunion because obviously we have the longest running times in the Premier League. Right. we've never really had to deal with this and so but all these old friends that have gone away that we haven't been able to talk about oh yeah it's nice to be able to step down and go. I fucking remember Pompey. I love talking. Bol- I've already loved talking. Bolton, Bolton yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's great. Great. Yeah, it's absolutely oh. awesome. And if you've got nothing on, or it's a shit game in the Premier League on the weekend, give ESPN six dollars to watch ads and uh, and the championship. Yeah. Well, again, anybody who's Fuckers. anybody who's got a team that they uh, support in any one of. Uh, the uh, lower tier of the English uh, professional system. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear a little, little bit about your club. And as the season goes on, we're going to talk a little bit about these clubs of how we used to do like on the FA Cup with mm-hmm. some of these clubs. We're going to talk about them a little bit and learn a little bit about all of these different clubs. And, uh, you know, we'll start to keep a little more closer eye on who's scoring goals and who's doing what, who might yeah. move and things of that nature. It's already been a lot of fun to do. And until next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts Sam Graham Sam Graham Come to